The market doesn't joke around, so why would you? Get serious. Choose Tasty Trade. Tasty Trade gives you the tools you need to make smarter moves. Dig into data with advanced charting, track profit accurately with order chain trackers, see risk clearly with curve analysis, and trade with low capped commissions, stocks, options, futures, and more. All on one platform. No wonder serious traders choose Tasty Trade. Join the club, genius. Tasty Trading is a registered broker dealer and member of FINRA and SIPC. Hi, I'm Kelly Evans, host of CNBC's The Exchange, and here's what's on my mind. It's one thing when Tesla stock keeps tanking. Elon Musk, the inventory glut, EV demand faltering, blah, blah, blah. But Apple, the most successful company of the 21st century, its shares slid to a new 52-week low again this morning, around $127. That's a 30% drop from the highs this year. The company is now worth barely over $2 trillion, down from $3 trillion at its January peak. So that's a trillion of dollars of Apple wealth that has vanished this year. Tesla, nearly another trillion. In fact, if you include the rest of big tech, Apple, Amazon, Alphabet, Microsoft, Meta, that's nearly $5 trillion lost in value just this year. It's a mind-boggling sum, and it's amazing there haven't been more blow-ups as a result. And that's not all. The S&P as a whole has lost $8 trillion, and the rest of the smaller publicly traded U.S. stocks, another $2 trillion, according to analyst Howard Silverblatt and our own Robert Hum. Oh, and let's not forget crypto. A year ago, the asset class was worth more than $3 trillion. Today, it's just over $806 billion. So between the entire stock market and crypto, we've lost more than $12 trillion of wealth in about 12 months' time. Wow. So if you're feeling poorer this year, you're not alone. The easy money days of the pandemic, when stocks never go down and apes were fueling niche stocks to new highs and everyone felt like a genius, those days are long gone. Everyone is kicking themselves for not selling at the highs. It's not just you. This is just what happens when the government and the central bank inject $10 trillion of stimulus to help the economy through the pandemic and then have to basically suck it back out after realizing that it was way, way too much. It wasn't just asset prices. The entire economy swelled in size. Nominal GDP soared by 10% last year. The price of everything reset higher. How could it not have with a tidal wave like that behind it? Now the script is playing in reverse. Price inflation in goods is also receding from its highs as the Fed tightens. The economy is slowing substantially. The money supply, which soared when the Fed expanded its balance sheet, has now shrunk by nearly 2% since the spring, an almost unheard of kind of decline. This will likely be the first annual drop in at least 60 years. The real question now for each data point, whether home prices, car prices, Apple's share price, the S&P 500 is, does it have to reset all the way back to pre-pandemic levels? For lumber, the answer is yes. If semiconductors go the same way as I wrote about last October, then the SMH ETF, down almost 40% from its peak already, still has another 25% to drop. As for Apple, it was trading around $80 pre-pandemic versus $128 today. As for Tesla, it was around $60 pre-pandemic versus $106 today. Ironically for Tesla, that's the same level our super bearish trader warned us yesterday was the next real resistance for the stock after it has crashed through every other one, had its worst month ever, down 45%, and so on. The S&P 500 more broadly, if you're wondering, is still about 500 points or 13% above its February 2020 levels. I can really only see two ways out of this horror movie-style reversal. One, a Fed pivot that stops the liquidity drain. Or two, a spate of better-than-expected corporate earnings next season that prove the market can stand on its own two legs without Fed support at justifiably higher levels. In the meantime, it's all making for a pretty ugly finish to what's been a very ugly year. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow the Exchange podcast and catch our show live weekdays at 1 p.m. Eastern only on CNBC. See you then. Thank you. 
what's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager.